in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hey, everybody! It's Nora here. Hi, I'm Holly. We decided to introduce ourselves actually today because <laughs>、yeah. we realized that some people are mixing up who is who. Yes. So I'm Nora and I'm the brunette and the American, and I'm Holly and I'm from the UK and I'm the blonde. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard some of the stuff I say? <laughs> Speaking of which, what do you have for us for news? <laughs> okay. Is it something nuts? Well, actually, can I start with some comments first because、yeah. we've got a couple. Definitely. So、um, we had a, a little. Comment from Jane Sharon、uh, Gallagher. I hope that it's a it's a C H. Would you say it as a K or a Gallagher? I'm not even gonna try. Okay. And they say <laughs> love your podcast five stars.、Ooh. Thank you. And so maybe those of you who've been listening for a while,、um, you might have listened to episode thirty five. Now we're on forty one. So hopefully. If you're interested, you can just pedal back and listen to episode thirty-five, which is、um, titled "All You White People Look the Same." <laughs> <laughs> and so the question, this question came from Al, and、uh, his original question was, or he told us that he was half Japanese and half white American, and that he's grown up in Washington State his whole life and has only ever spoken English, didn't study Japanese. Um, so he was basically asking、uh, what it was like to,、um, if you speak English but you look kind of Asian, like what it would be like, you know, to live to live and work in Asia. So、um, basically, he's he's sent us a message recently and said,、uh, "Thank you, Holly and Nora,、uh, listening to your thoughts on being Asian-looking-ish <laughs> as an English teacher in China helped me decide what to do quite a lot. So thank you for your honest thoughts." Since then, we do try and be honest. Yeah, it's true. So, does that mean he didn't come to China? I to think、teach? so. I think so. Probably. Yeah. Probably.、Uh, since then, I've returned to my hometown, just north of Seattle, having come back from Bangkok a couple of months ago, where I figured it's best to have a holiday there rather than an actual job. In my case,、uh, I hope the best to both of you. Uh, and happy New Year or happy Chinese New Year, whichever is closer at the time of reading this message. Kind regards, Al. I have mixed feelings about this, though. Yeah, I feel like we put him off a bit. Well, I mean, I think we saved him a lot of frustration,、mm. but at the same time, we stopped him from coming and experiencing China. Yeah. So I, yeah, I definitely feel what we said was all completely true.、Mm-hmm. And if he finds another American who looks Asian or an English speaker who looks Asian who、yeah. has been to China, I am one hundred percent certain they will say the same things that we're saying. That Chinese people, if you look Asian, they don't value your English teaching skills as much because、yeah. they just, you know, a lot, a, a lot here has to do with face, and face comes in many shapes and forms, like、mm-hmm. we discussed in a previous episode about face.、Um, but at the same time, I don't want to stop people from. Coming here, it's really interesting, yeah, and can be a really valuable experience. Yeah, we. I mean, the, we really want people to. I mean, to I guess to understand more about Chinese culture. We don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to put anyone off. We're just trying to be realistic. Like, 
It is realistic. I mean, when you see job ads that say white only for English teachers or no blacks Mm -hmm. or, you know, like no Asian, you know, no Asian looking. I've seen like all these job posts. They're just... It's I've really heard it from the horse's mouth. I've heard people comment and say, "Oh, we can't employ her. She she looks too Asian." Yeah. Like and like, f- even f- like we're not talking like facial features. We're just talking slim build and dark hair. Mm-hmm. So from behind, can you imagine thinking that way? Like <laughs> someone is just mental. That from behind, someone might look Asian. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's crazy. So maybe there are other people out there that, um, I mean, are. S- perhaps like I'll like are from like have Japanese like heritage I guess but don't speak an Asian language and I've have been here or or even Chinese I guess like we love we'd to love hear to hear from you please um, and I mean even if Al doesn't come and work here I think he should still come and visit I mean just for a holiday or something mm-hmm. it's definitely worth the visit yeah. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's that's the reality, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Here, so we've got a couple more comments. So, um, so last week, uh, episode forty, um, we had a question from Heather about blogging in China. She wanted to know how to uh, blog in China without a VPN. <laughs> so we were pretty brutal about <laughs> the de- desperate need for a VPN. But uh, we had a message from our old pal Chris Edwards, and he says Tumblr can work. Uh, he says, it's not perfect, but I find it is pretty close to it. It gets blocked every now and then, but the dashboard and the mobile app are fine. Hmm. So that's, you know, it's we, we have, I haven't tried it personally. I haven't so tried we just got to go on what Chris says. And also, uh, Robin Zhao says, uh, some of my friends in the US still need a VPN to switch IP to China in order to watch Chinese TV, seri- uh, Chinese TV series. Oh, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. And he says, great show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we haven't done this in a while, but um, I'm going to read a review that was left from Kirka from the USA. Um, and he, they, I'm going to say they, say, say uh, as entertaining as it is informative. Ooh. I have listened to every podcast, uh, every podcast, so every episode, wow. That's and amazing. each one has been so much uh, has so much information about what what it's actually like living in China. It's been super helpful for me since I moved to China two months ago. So this was actually so now they'll have probably been here like maybe three three or four months four months maybe. And I tell everyone here about it because it's super helpful. Wow, thank you, Holly and Nora are excellent. Wow, oh, oh, so wow. nice. I, I feel yeah. I feel Sometimes cool. I feel like we're just blabbering on and <laughs> it's not really you know useful but it's so nice to hear we're definitely trying to improve and make it more um to the point and um relevant but getting that encouragement is so helpful yeah (laughs) Yeah. awesome i I don't know i mean i personally the podcasts that i listen to i kind of enjoy it sometimes when people get off topic and just jibber jabber -jabber. i I really enjoy that (laughs) yeah and it's always Irrelevant, I think. We don't just randomly talk, although we did once talk about what we had for breakfast. We did talk about breakfast cereals yeah, at some point. That was, that was, I don't know us. what happened there. Anyway, <laughs> so here's our news article for this, for this week. So, um, this is great, honestly. So, this comes from the Shanghaiist. Uh, dumped because of her weight, 
Hunan girl sends her ex a bar of soap made from her own fat as revenge. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Gross, Holly. Why you choose this one? Have you had breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this was... But it's it's interesting, seriously. So... Oh. So this is uh, so last week we talked we talked we talked a bit about um, how uh, one of the one of China's favorite like social platforms is Weibo. So anything that happens is on Weibo, and this specific story came from there. So this was a uh, their latest viral fuss is all about this one girl from Hernan who, uh, after being dumped. A uh, because of her weight, posted pictures of herself with a bar of soap, um, apparently made from her own fat. Uh, naturally, it's gifted to the lucky ex-boyfriend. So, because, I mean, if something happens like this, it usually like there's usually text messages and all, all the drama. Like it's it's so exciting. So this there are actually uh, Im- like p- pictures or screenshots of their phone like messages and stuff. So the girl named Xiao Xiao shared her story of getting liposuction, from which she was able to have the fat salt made. Uh, Xiao Xiao then dragged her former man approximately to the moon and back. <laughs> so I love how sometimes how these articles are, are written. Uh, so so this is so this is her talking to the boyfriend. Uh, Yang Xiao Lei, do you remember last last year's spring festival? Since I cannot go home with you this year, I've made a piece of soap from my own fat to give to your mum for washing up. Chinese New Year, the time to surprise those low men who can only judge a book by its cover. That's a that's an awesome line. Seriously, I think it's this girl. I mean, I don't. This story is just mental, but I. I like the well, line she said. hold on, though. I mean, she's she's saying, you know, she's criticizing him for judging a book by its cover, but then she went and got liposuction. Uh, yeah, so she was obviously, con- yeah, the, the, obviously the... So she's just as skin deep? The, yeah, the, the message, yeah. So the uh, Yang Xiaole, which is the boyfriend, uh, he didn't take it well. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um... And he says, why are you making me look bad on the internet? It was already over between us. You didn't need to go to the hospital to suck out fat and disgust me. Damn, do I judge people solely by their appearances? You didn't need to disgust my mum or what? Beep, beep, beep. Which is, (laughs) I don't want to swear. And she replies, you said I was fat. I'm sending your entire family some soap, believe it or not. Oh, man. That's a lot of fat to go around. Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of disgusting. Like, one fat soap, maybe. But Liposuction oh, has come to China. Yeah. I really feel like we're living in the future. But isn't that... Cr- like, I'm, I mean, I just find it... I maybe it just says a bit about what's happening with... You. I'm seeing more and more... Plumper, plumper, plumper Chinese people. But they used ladies. to think it was. I mean, for the most part, I feel like they're not as negative for fat people here as in, say, the U.S. Don't you think so? <sighs> I don't know. Like a big fat businessman usually gets a lot of respect. Men, for men, it's okay, but for yeah. girls, I feel like that's still. But their ancient mm. paintings and stuff like that had these. Very roly poly. Yeah, but it's, women. It, it's like that in like the West too, though, right? When they were they well, were, they were meatier, were like, but they weren't like super plump, right? I don't know. Mm. It's interesting to see. Yeah, cause I I feel like that trend. Okay, yeah, in China it is also 
value like valued to be slender and yeah. waif-like as a woman. But they do have a lot in a lot of their arts. They have oh, like yeah. really, really large and chunky yeah. characters. I, I think it's a lot to do with like celebrities and TV shows. A lot, you know. I remember when I was still a teacher, and some one of the teach one of the Chinese teachers said something like, "Oh, this." There was some celebrity. I don't know who it was, and she she weighed like forty five kilos or something. Like oh. it was quite low. Maybe that's not too. Maybe that's not bad. It was really low. Anyway, whatever whatever number it was, it was super small. Teeny, tiny. And my like my colleague was like, "Oh, this is you know this is what I want to wear this," because she weighed <laughs> because that. she weighed that. Yeah, it must have been you know <laughs> some news article or something. Anyway, oh man, well, there's definitely a lot of business and money to be made in both extremes in China. This is an emerging market. Is the extreme, you know, weight loss diet stuff that hasn't really hit China yet. And、mm. also the other end of the spectrum is I'm big and I'm beautiful and I want to like. In the U.S., we have a lot of clothing stores that are specifically for larger women.、Mm. And in China, they don't have that yet. In China, there are still many shops where it's just one size. Yeah. yeah. Like、yeah. actually, most of the shops that are Chinese, if they're not a Western brand,、I'll, most of the shops I've been in, they just have、yeah. one size. There's not medium, small, large. It's just one size. <laughs> Either fit it or you don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. It's crazy.、Um, so this story ends. So th- this post, whoop, this post that was on Weibo, I guess. Um, was shared more than five thousand four hundred times and received more than three thousand five hundred comments. Wow! So some netizens came to the defense of the fatphobic misogynist. <laughs> Who brought this? <laughs> uh, accusing Xiao Xiao of being ugly inside and suggesting that he really didn't dump you because of your looks. <laughs>、um, so no one actually knows if the soap is really made of fat. Did they have any pictures of her before、yeah. and after liposuction? Uh, yeah. She, she, she's much thinner, right? Yeah. There's a difference. There's a, a difference. Like especially in her face. Like her face looks completely different. I mean, I, honestly, I saw pi- the two pic- like pictures. I didn't even think they were the same girl. Wow. So maybe she's had more than liposuction. How does liposuction work? You suck it out of the, I don't just know. like that area, Can you do that, that one area. Can you like just suck it out of your face? I don't know. I always I thought、know. it was just like gives me the creeps just、yeah. thinking about it. I thought it was usually like from legs and thighs and that kind of and stomach, I guess. But I can't imagine getting it done from your face. <laughs> it's disgusting. Let's not、Ugh. think about that. Okay then, <laughs> moving on. Do you think there's a business in making lard like soap from people's fat that has been liposuctioned?、Uh, when I read this article, I just thought about Fight Club. Yeah, that's just what I thought. I don't think anyone is gonna really want to do this. Actually, because of this post, so that the, there's actually a link in this article,、um, and there's an artist. Can't remember where in the world. Um, who has recently made soap made from his own fat, and、uh, you can go to the. I guess he had some kind of opening where he was like getting people force like not forcing, but you could voluntarily like wash your hands with the soap that came from his. 
body. Oh. But it was kind of a bit of you know like one of like an interactive. Well, you art. are testing my gag reflex. Really? Today. Is it? Really, is it? Is it? I don't. Feel I find it horrifically disgusting. <laughs> yes. I know it's disgusting, but I don't feel disgusted. Yeah. I'm just like, it's funny. It is funny. <laughs> Maybe it's just the shock. Yeah. I don't review these stories before we go live on the air. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> I, I want to shock Not you. I want to surprise everyone. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our question. Let's please. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we definitely don't need to talk about this again. Or do we? So this question, <laughs> our question comes from Marianne, Mariana Palm. And she says, so this she left us this question on Facebook. But you can also leave us questions on writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. She says, Hi ladies, I moved to China about a month ago from the UK, so now it'll be like two months. Although I'm Mexican, and I have started listening to your podcasts. They are very entertaining and informative. Thank you. Hmm. One thing that I wonder if you have discussed already is how every time you enter a shop, as in a clothes shop, the salesperson literally... Uh, literally follows you around the store. Oh. Which has the opposite effect on me. I just want to get out. <laughs> do they do it because they're trying to be helpful? Or is it that they think you will steal something? I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Lots of experience on this. Actually, if I'm completely honest, it's one of the main reasons now that I very rarely do any real-life shopping. I hate it. I do too. I hate it so much. There are a few stores that are Western, and it's really obvious that they're Western when the sales staff does not follow you around. Yeah. And I'm talking about, I mean, it's not like they're just kind of within earshot nearby. They are literally breathing on your mm-hmm. neck, standing behind you, and watching what you're doing. Shadows. It's, uh, it makes me so nervous mm-hmm. and just like claustrophobic yeah. to have the person following me around. I hate it. And it makes me it makes me feel uncomfortable and like you get the nerve like nervous sweats and stuff and I'm just like I want to leave right now. I need to buy things from this store, but I'm just not going I'm not going to. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, they like to suggest things. I, okay, to answer the initial question, mm-hmm. it's more about being helpful than it is about making sure that you don't steal something. Yeah. So definitely that perspective just kind of does help. I mean, they're just doing their job. They've mm-hmm. been trained to follow every person yes. around because yes. they want to get the sale. Sales. They want to get yeah. as much as they can from you and they want to be right there if you need something. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, it's funny when I go back to the States and I'm shopping and you're in those big mega stores and you're, you can't find a sales associate for the <laughs> yeah, life of you. Yeah, so right. at those times, I'm like, okay, <laughs> China definitely is better for that. Because I'm yeah. like, okay, I just need to ask a question. Nobody is here. I have to bring, carry this all the way up to the front of the store and try to, like, get mm. someone help. Yeah, it's difficult to get actually get help in a large store. But in China, it's just the opposite effect. They're, they're there. Yeah, they're trained to be there to be helpful t- in order to get as much money from you as possible. Yeah. And it's cons- it's it's very awkward. Like, okay, that's my my personality. I feel, I would feel like that anyway. Uh but it's sometimes especially since we're foreign, like they don't they don't know, they don't say anything either. Yeah. Like I've had that a lot where they're just like standing just stand next to me next to you. and I'm looking at so I'm co- looking at something, maybe comparing something and they just sta- they're just standing there and I'm, I'm like what, you know, like 
what are we, you know, what are we going to do here? Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it's gotten to the, I mean, it's gotten to the point now where if on the rare chance I actually go into a store, um, I'll just like, it's, I, I feel really rude, but I'll just like not even like, I'm not, if you're not going to say anything to me, then I'm not going to say anything to you. Yeah, I pretty much ignore them. I basically just, this sounds really harsh, but I just treat them like... They're a shadow. (laughs) They're just, like, literally not really I just try to ignore them, and then if I need something, I'll ask them for something. Yeah. But, yeah, I just... Because I've tried different things. I've tried saying, like, you know, in Chinese, telling them, like, you know, can you give me a minute? Mm -hmm. Or, Mm -hmm. you know... I, I can I'm shopping by myself. I just want to look yeah. these different phrases. But yeah. none of them seem to really work completely. Uh, they I've just found that like I'll say like okay, like I I'm just I'm just looking. Yes, yes. And then they'll say okay, and they'll maybe back off about one foot, but then they'll still yeah, be there. they'll still be hovering, hovering. Yes. They don't understand like go away, <laughs> you know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I would try. I would do that as well when I was, like, still being polite. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, <laughs> I just, just want to look. Thank you. Yeah. With a slight tone, of course. No one yeah. knows. That's, they haven't got a clue that that's what I'm, I'm being, like. Yes, please. Be gone with you. They don't just ever looking. get the hint. Like, uh-uh. you know, even if you're just straight up rude to them, like. They're used to it, though, probably. It, with they'll just stay there. <laughs> So I don't know, it's like a lot of things in China where you just have to realize that you're not going to teach anybody anything. You're not going to, like, if you go in as a conquest and say, they should know that Western people don't like to be followed, so I'm going to be the person to enlighten them or something like that, mm. there's, it, you're not going to, you're going to completely fail. There's no way you're going to yeah. be, yeah. first of all, that's really, um, I don't know, an imperialist attitude. <laughs> um, yeah. And secondly, you're just going to have to do that same thing over and over. No one's going to learn, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Mm-hmm. They're not They're not going to realize, oh, the next time a foreigner comes in, this is how I should treat them. They're just programmed to behave with every customer in the same way. Yeah. And so no, no, nothing that you do is going to change that. Yeah. Yeah, they have um, customer service in China is in itself quite unusual I think I find it quite a like a phenomenon almost like they have certain certain companies let's say like hairdressers Mm. or uh, spas that kind of uh, service in on the morning or before the store will open a lot of them have these like powwows let's call them where they line their colleagues up outside the out in the like outside actually the doors so if it's it might be on the street yeah. they line them up perfectly lined perfectly up lined in a up row. and then the boss or the manager will like bark orders at them and tell them like this is how you what you're going to do today and then they'll have some kind of like morale thing like, like they'll cheer. S- sometimes they'll sing sometimes they'll yeah cheer sometimes they've I've seen them do dances outside like there's a hairdresser near me and I've seen <laughs> them do like they play music like it's blasting and they'll do some kind of like dance move together like it's weird I still <laughs> I think it's weird I'm sorry like it's it's and it was a novelty at first but now I just think what are you doing uh yeah yeah it's the team spirit yeah, maybe that's just me being a bar humbug. <laughs> I can see how it, what, like, 
Yeah, it's kind of nice. But the, when but the manager it, is sure. yelling at them, it's really harsh. Oh, yeah, it is. You know, it's it not like a mild scolding. They are shouting in their faces, yeah. and then yeah, they're, the, wo- everybody's just standing there like these wooden soldiers and just staring off into the distance. Yeah, and then they do a dance. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's really interesting to see. Yeah. Um, so they have been programmed, and they are reprogrammed every morning, so don't think that you're going to change or even make them yeah. consider think of thinking about changing their the way that they do things so what i suggest is you just take it for granted that they're going to do that and just take advantage of it because um how do you take advantage of it well like when i'm now when i'm in a shop i don't like it and i don't like doing this but if they're going to be around first of all the easiest way for them to get to the easiest way for me to get them to temporarily leave me is to ask them to fetch things for uh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get so a, a lot of times, like, if I go in to buy a jacket, I'm mm-hmm. like, get me this size, this size, and this size. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also I'm a size 38 shoe. Find a shoe that matches this jacket. Oh, and so yeah. you just fetch, the, give them an errand and <laughs> have them fetch for you. How does that work? How does that work out? Because I'm, I'm thinking about the times when I've given in and been like, Okay, this is what I'm looking for. Please, like, okay, show me this. Oh, can you recommend something? Their but tastes are really different from my taste, let's just say that. Of course, yeah. And they don't really listen, mm-hmm. I don't think. If you, if I was to say, so I've had these, ex- like, these when I first came. Now I don't buy these things in China, <laughs> just to make it easier. Like, for example, uh, shower gel, let's say. Or maybe not, yeah, let's say shower gel. And you say, you say this is what I want. I don't want, like, uh, at the time, I guess I did, I mean, maybe I still don't know how to ask, like, I don't want the whitener stuff, like, Mm. in the shower gel. They don't listen to that. They're not interested in what you do or don't want. They want to show you the, like, the product that they want to show you. And you can be as specific as you want from my experience. Maybe that was just my poor Chinese. But they were just like, this is what I'm going to show you. I I don't have another option for you. I'm just like... Okay, that's annoying. Yeah, they're driven by the sale mm-hmm. and what they've been taught to sell. I'm interested, I don't know if you know this, Nara, like how it works in those in retail stores like for um, um, like commission. Yeah, mm-hmm. do they work on commission? Like is that why they're so like uh, uh like they'll d- try and give you certain products or is it just because of that of this like team building thing they do at the beginning of a day like I this is what it's it's built you're like yeah robots like they're reprogrammed to just sell and that's it really well if it's built on if it's commissioned then they must have some secret system for knowing which sales associate gave gave you because usually the Mm. person that you that follows you around is not the same person who checks you out that's true so but uh, what i'm wondering is if like they get like a like say they that sounds too complicated. I saw so a doubt that it's it works like that. Like if they get if they have like a set target for the day, and if it if it goes over, then it's like divided amongst everybody. That just sounds like it. so I think un- it's Chinese. More, <laughs> it's usually the stick rather than the carrot here mm. in China. So I think it's right. more if you don't reach this number, then you're out. Oh, that's yeah, what I would think. Probably. Yeah, yeah, mm. shopping. But the hovering thing. Uh, I mean, I guess we could go down the shop because that's obviously Mariana asked that question. But the hovering, hovering thing happens in in restaurants. It happens in cafes. We've kind of, I think we've kind of talked a little bit about that, haven't we? Where 
you you enter a restaurant or a cafe, you sit down, they give you the menu, and then they just wait. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> like just there's stand no there. time to look at the menu. They don't like. And unless you say something, yeah, like, please give just, me five minutes, yeah, they will just continue gonna stand to stand there. there. And it's really uncomfortable in my... F- f- See, for restaurants, though, I make much faster decisions when choosing food than when choosing clothing. Because yeah. cause in a restaurant, you know you're going to buy something, so right. it's just a matter of what. But in a clothing store, you're not sure whether you're even going to buy. That's true. So in a restaurant, to me, it's a matter of process of elimination. What do I not want to eat? Okay, eliminate it down to the things that I do want to eat and then make this choice between those things. Like, to me, it's very systematic because you only have a finite, like, you have to eat something mm-hmm. and that something exists in the menu. So I like it when they're there oh, in the really? restaurant. Ugh, I don't. It yeah, just, because just, I like to ask them questions because the, yeah, okay, the that, descriptions right, are always right, so right, weird. Right. Even if I can read them in Chinese, it's yeah. like, happy family meal. And I'm yes. like, what is it? what is that? You know, it doesn't really. That's true. There's like a picture of some nondescript yeah. gray lump. That's and true. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Or like they say uh, seasonal vegetables, like the restaurant we used to go to together. Yeah. The seasonal vegetable, obviously the seasonal, what do, you, what do you get? And sometimes it was like. And meat inside (laughs) in the picture it was always like these snap peas Mm. and like ginkgo nuts and stuff it looked really really light and fresh then we would get it it would be like sweet potato like really heavy foods and then pork inside yeah eggplant so for that reason i don't trust a menu i'd rather ask the yeah server exactly what's inside of each dish yeah i want the option to do i want the best of both worlds (laughs) i want them to give me five minutes Unless I'm, uh, unless like, I mean, yeah, I can just stick my hand up if I want them. Yeah, that's true. Unless mm. you're in a part of the restaurant where, you know, like you're off to the side. Because <laughs> that's the other thing yeah. in a restaurant is they don't, <clears throat> like in the West, we always had really specific, when I worked at a brewery, there was always specific oh, timing. Yeah. It was like, you have 30 seconds to get over to the table once they've sat down. Then you give them the menus, you come back two minutes later for their drinks. Then you come back, you know, it's like once you give them your drinks and you take the food order, it's very systematic, yeah. Yeah. And, like, you take care of that table yourself from when they sit down until when they fade. But in China, it's not not like that. It's like everybody frantically run around and just do what needs to be done at the moment so if you like if you order a drink and then the waitress leaves don't expect she's ever gonna come back (laughs) you have to then yell waiter you know stick your hand up whistle whatever which is so rude to do in the west but that's how they do it in china and you need to call them over Mm. to have them that's why i kind of like it when they stick around in the beginning so you don't have to shout i really don't like calling them over i don't like shouting in general yeah but, um, yeah, after they've left and if I'm mulling over the menu, I don't like to call them back over. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just think, like, if you go to, like, a, so for me, I feel like it, it differs. Like, if you go to, like, more of a, let's say, a fast food type place, like somewhere where you get your food pretty quick compared with, like, a proper sit-down restaurant, those menus are massive sometimes. Yeah, that's true. That's what kind of bothers me. It's like, I have no idea what you sell. I've never been here before. Mm-hmm. Just give me a minute. I just want to look <laughs> at the pictures. I don't know what I'm going to get. Just let me look. <laughs> I'm just being money. Definitely. Yeah. 
It's raining outside. It's kind of bumped me out. It is a bit miserable today, isn't it? Yes. No. (laughs) I was going to bring up a couple other, because we're on the topic of shopping. Yeah. So I was going to bring up a couple other interesting points about shopping in China Mm -hmm. um, before we wrap it up. Uh, one is, so in the, I don't know if it's the same in the UK, but in the West, when there's a sale, there'll be signs that are like 20% off, yes. 30% off. Mm. So in China, they have a different system. They'll just have a sign that says one, like one number. So it'll be like three or like nine. And you're like, what is this? <laughs> so basically, um, I don't know why they just use a single digit, but, um, they do it in the inverse way so if if the sign says nine and then the so the chinese word here's your little chinese lesson we'll stick it in the middle so the chinese is da zhe so da zhe zhe is the discount so if it says nine zhe then it means um that you pay 90 percent of the price or it's 10 percent off yeah. so it's opposite yeah, so it's kind of confu- it's pretty confusing to be honest. I I think it is. I think we're just used to the yeah, other we're way. just used to it. The, it makes sense when you really think about it. the logic mm-hmm. is there, but to me, it took me a long time to kind of realize. Oh, I see. Like mm-hmm. I see what this is about. So if you see a six on the sign, mm-hmm. then it's forty percent off because yeah. it's six sixty percent that you pay. So four is. 60% off, and so on and so forth. So actually, the number being lower means you get a greater discount in China because you're paying a lower price. So that's one point I wanted mm. to make about shopping in China. I find sometimes they're not very clear about sales. Well, like, they're not very clear about prices. That's true. I've been into one... Uh, it's a Western brand. I'm not, I'm not going to advertise it. Free, ad- <laughs> free advertising. <laughs> Um, it's all our millions of fans. And they often do this deal here. I don't know if this is everywhere. Um, where they do, like, you buy one item, which is already, like, uh, let's say 20% off. And then if you buy a second item, you get 30% off. If you buy a fourth item, you get 40% off. But there are no signs anywhere. Like, the signs are, like, this teeny tiny, like, A5 size well, like that's a great the offer. person following you around to, to explain tell it to yeah, you. But in this store, they don't do that. Oh, yeah, because mm. they're often very busy. Yeah, that's why. I mean, technically, the difference between a market and a mall when it comes to bargaining, like a market, basically you go into it and you try, you want to try to get like twenty or thirty percent the price that they're asking for. But a mall, you typically don't bargain. But you you can't like it's kind of like bargaining when you go into a shop in the mall you ask them is there yeah you have to like Mm -hmm. ask them it's part it's kind of part of the chinese bar the way i see it is it's part of the chinese bargaining culture is you go in and you need to actually ask them Mm. is this on sale is this the final price yeah Yeah, because if you go in if like me, I also just like I like to walk in and walk out. I don't want to necessarily discuss talk, yeah, about I it. I have you know <laughs> like I don't need to have a conversation mm-hmm. about a pair of socks. You know, yeah. I just want to yeah. see what the price is, compare it to the other socks, and then get out of there. But um, in China, it's just the nature of shopping is different. When you're out and about and shopping, it's it's an activity. It's not a chore. So yeah, it's, yeah. So like having those sales kind of hidden, I think is a part of that bargaining mm-hmm. culture. So it adds that kind of layer of 
bargaining to shops which don't have necessarily like bargaining rights like the markets like you won't be able to talk a vendor down but you could ask them like is this on sale um if i buy multiple ones do i get a discount Mm -hmm. is there anything free that comes with this because you'd be surprised even in the big shopping malls you can get free stuff yeah like you buy a pair of jeans and a shirt and they'll give you a free belt or something like that so you have to ask for it though (laughs) that's that's the trick Mm, um, I was gonna say I've got it's gone. I've lost it. Sorry, I'm blabbermouthing. No, no, no. It was about uh, oh, you just said there about shopping being an activity. Mm-hmm. I I definitely think it's like it's almost like a yeah, like they'll take the day to like go to the mall. Mm-hmm. They're always I shopping mean, together. I rarely not, see Chinese people shopping by themselves. Whereas I almost exclusively shop by myself. Yeah, like once in a blue moon. That I'll go with Barrett. It's always just me. Oh. I prefer it that way, to be honest. Yeah, I prefer it that way, too. Because I also it's don't plan headache. to go shopping. <laughs> like, oh, on Saturday, let's go shopping. Right, you know, right. it's like, oh, I need something. So yeah. I'm going to go immediately or whenever I have yeah. time available. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, that's not fun for me. Yeah, but they'll <laughs> take the whole day and they'll go and, like, go to the mo- like malls and have lunch and mm-hmm. I don't know how you can spend the whole day there but they definitely do I know I mean I guess you can say this anywhere for anywhere in the world but I n- don't go shopping on a weekend here oh it's mental it's mental but they like it they seem to like yeah they this seem, yeah they, that, that's hubbub. And, and it's but it's funny like obviously that's the time when you can probably go and not be harassed by the yeah, because you're too in the busy store. harassing the, <laughs> yeah. the guy so with, can, like, the million can, Gucci bags yeah, and a gold yeah. chain. So you can get it at that point. You can get away with it. But, of course, you've got to stand in a ridiculous queue. And you get shoved out of the way. Like, sometimes you can't even... You have to, like, fight your way to get to the products. Yeah. And going back to the being programmed thing, it, it's not... It's, it's very unlikely that someone will take initiative and open a, a second or third, like, uh, cash... Ca- cash... What? What's Cashier? Cashier? Cash yeah. register? Cash, yeah, right. If there's a massive queue, like, it would take a superior, like, manager to say, can you go and do this, please? The queue is, like, out of the door, but you're yep. still going to have to stand there until <laughs> someone says to someone to do it. <sighs> I don't enjoy shopping in China. Do you? Have you realized? Yeah. And even sometimes when what I've seen, like, Chinese people are notoriously bad at standing in the lines, and... Um, if they'll open a second cash register. So you'll have these people who have been waiting in line for ages, but as soon as they open the second cash register, the person from the back of the line will run up to the front. Like, they won't split naturally and make it more efficient and fair. Like, it's just a free-for-all. It's just, like, and it's, fight your way to yeah, the front. And it's not like, yeah, like Nora says, it is run. There's no, like, I'm just going to step into this And queue. they're, like, you know, quarter, yeah. you know, like, they're just, like, <laughs> elbows, Elbows, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like when the it's the same at the uh, uh, parts when you cross the border mm-hmm. into Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So rude. <laughs> but that's competition. I mean, it's just fierce here. So it's that's mm-hmm. just how it is. Yes. Well, I hope you. I hope we answered your question. I think we talked about a lot of stuff actually. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we didn't uh, overwhelm you. It's a fun topic because we like it shopping because we're girls. And I think maybe we've been, I think we've done well to focus in, actually. I think the, the, the topic of uh, shopping, there's a lot of areas that we could talk about that Indeed. we haven't. 
Indeed. So if you're curious about any of those areas, mm-hmm. send us a little voicemail. Go on over to www.writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. Yes, indeed. And if we've mentioned anything that piqued your interest, um, including uh, our Chinese word, you can go to uh, writtenchinese.com slash episode 41. Woo-woo. Yeah, yeah. And there'll be links to the news article uh, and, and anything else mm-hmm. that we mentioned. And as always, if you haven't done so already, get out your iPhone or your Android and download WCC Dictionary. Yes, please. If you're learning Chinese, yes. check it out. Indeed. Let us know what you think. And, uh, yeah, another thing, I'm sorry. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a review, if you're enjoying us, if you leave us a review, then more people will hear us. Holly, stop begging. Spread the word. <laughs> Spread the good word of Nora and Holly, the two white chicks. Spread it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.